always playful, sometimes profound. It's Fresh Catch 2.0 with David Dean and Dave Ron. Hello, everyone. Dr. Dave Ron with my buddy David Dean. It's Fresh Catch 2.0. We're so glad to connect at a long distance, but longer than normal. Usually we're 90 minutes away, but now we're a thousand miles from each other. You know what? Not not travel, not family, not vacation, not developing countries. It, we don't care where we go, yep. where we land. We say we will connect. Not for you and I. We are connecting for our seven listeners that depend on this every yep. week yep. for their little boost of inspiration, perspiration, or insomnia. We can't sleep at night. We listen to Dr. Dave and David Dean just to help us relax and doze a bit. We're, You're we're, welcome. Listen. We are as persistent as the U.S. mail carriers who, Ooh. you know, that that was that used to be what they'd say, right? I, I don't know. I haven't revisited their mission statement, but they used to say that, like, nothing would keep us from delivering mm-hmm. the mail. And I need to ask, I know this is an old school question, uh, have, have you noticed our mail carriers lately are starting to look like pedestrians just walking the streets with a backpack? Yeah. Where's the uni? You remember Where's... 10 years ago? Right. right. 10 years ago, they looked like they were in the military. That's right. I mean, their clothes were pressed. Shirts were tucked in. They had a belt, this huge pack, and the hat, and the cap. And and now it's like, I don't know. I It just... No, I, I'm with you. I, and and if you're a young man or woman and you wanted to aspire to a career with a uniform because you'd want to wear it proudly, and you, maybe you'd... You couldn't pass muster to get into the U.S. military or police or fire department. You could be a mailman and, and wear your uniform, but not anymore. Or, no, I, not anymore. I enjoy the psychology of watching TSA agents from afar. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a little bit of bravado, a little bravado there. And sometimes they put off this vibe like, you know what? I may have flunked, I may have flunked the physical for the police academy, but guess what? <laughs> Delta wants me. The government wants me. <laughs> I, I totally, I totally. I mean, does does the the term Barney Fife ever cross your mind when you when you're watching those guys do? Always, always, yeah. always. I came, I came home from. Phoenix over the weekend, and as I'm leaving Sky Harbor in beautiful Phoenix, I walk through, like I always do, with my baggy sweatpants, my baggy sweatshirt, nothing in my pockets. But man, this five-star general on the TSA, he pulls me aside, and when he's got gloves on, that always makes me nervous. He's got his gloves, (laughs) looks me in the eye and says, hey, when you went through uh, security, we saw a little bit of an anomaly. Do you have anything in your pockets? No, nope, I don't. Completely empty. Yeah. I'm going to have to pat you down in your groin. Do you want to go do this private or you want it right here? I said, no, you touch me right here. That's that's you fine. Could, you could touch <laughs> I That's what I said. I, I wasn't trying to be yeah. snippy. I just, yeah, go ahead and rub away. And <laughs> So, I mean, there's people around you. You spread eagle, hands on your head, and he's got the gloves, and he's back and forth in your business, and, and there's there's nothing, but you're you're stuck. You 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 have no... No voice in that situation. Hmm. And I, I'm past feeling awkward with that. It doesn't. Sure. Yeah. There's nothing there. Because, you know, I mean, it's not like 
you've got anything. And so he's not going to turn up any information. That's it. And it takes everything in me when people are looking and gathering their bags off the belt. It takes everything in me. I'm fighting it hard not to say to them, this feels like my honeymoon. But I'm asking God. <laughs> I'm asking God. <laughs> bite your t- Please, God, hold my tongue. <laughs> you know how Jeremiah prayed? Yeah. Give me the words. Place right. your hand on my I said, God, place your hand over my mouth. Please chloroform me if you have to. Don't let me speak because I'll miss my flight. They will they will detain me. <laughs> so so which is uh, which is higher status? I'm thinking now of Kevin James' brilliant portrayal in Paul Blart Mall Cop. And so I want to know who's got the higher status, the TSA agent or a mall cop? Oh, that's a great question. Well, first of all, I'm not even sure if malls exist anymore. Oh, good point. That's that's exactly right. Yeah, they're shutting down and, right uh, and left. Yeah. They are, but those guys, those guys in their mind, I mean, Paul Blart, Bart, he just he personified uh a mall, a mall agent. But but TSA, when you see these guys walking down the, the hall, they're heading to their shift. Oh man, it is serious business. There's yep. there's there's some there's some girth. A lot of these boys are big, <laughs> not in a good way. <laughs> that's, that's, and if there's not girth, there is uh, there's an attitude not unlike here's a character that comes to mind. Remember, I think it was uh, Napoleon Dynamite's uncle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico. That's he had a swagger about him. <laughs> that's. You knew that in his day he was something. Yeah, he, that's he, right. He was something in 1978. <laughs> could, now, that's past, but you know what? It's still up here. It's still between that's right. the ears. <laughs> I think we're seeing some of that in the TSA people too. Wow. I do too. I do too. I, and you have to, you almost have to kind of play along. You have to be in their world and just right. right. Like you I'm gonna play along like you are a government official. You yeah. are with the FBI. You're right up there. So I'm going to just, I'm going to play your game. I'm just trying to get to my destination. You can go through any of my luggage. You can, it's a metaphor. You can get in, touch my physical luggage. Yep. <laughs> do what you got to do. I just need to get home. So, and, and so you you're, kind of play. yeah, you're willing. And, and honestly, uh, this is the story that, uh, our friends, uh, who are of a, a people of color, black, uh, Hispanic, will often tell as a routine that their engagement with the politic with the police is different than what I would have as a white man. Correct. And, and so Correct. what they end up doing and even teaching their their young men especially, um, suffer the indignity because it's just not worth it. Yes. And no, you you're spot on, and they're they're profiled a little. There's a lot more scrutiny involved with that with their profiling, and yeah, yeah I I'm a I'm a middle aged privileged white guy, and when I walk through, I feel nervous. I can't imagine being a person of color walking through. I can't imagine being. I can't imagine being a a Muslim, full garb. Yeah, walking through TSA and at uh, Boston Logan, I can't imagine. Yeah, I mean, 
The only thing there in this particular day and age is it feels like they might be uh, overly sensitive to not trying to profile. Does that make sense? I mean, it feels like you're getting you're getting hammered yes. so much uh, in the right. in the kind of woke culture that you're not you're going to bend over backwards to not profile uh, metaphorically. Yes. Speaking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I never thought the day would come when when I would say that travel is exhausting and it's I see people in airports that are like on vacation and just families. And they're having the time of their life. People that, that fly once or twice a year. It's so much fun. Oh, boy. <laughs> As we speak, guess who's calling? I know. I, <laughs> I was... you do a monologue? While I, I'm going to take a call while you do a monologue. <laughs> well, okay. I'm going to catch everybody up. Because we are recording today. And it's Friday. We're 24 hours away from uh, our typical tape. Hi, Mike. Um, David is in the background taking a phone call from his Rotor Rooter guy. He spent uh, all yesterday I'll, I'll call my with dad. his Rotor Rooter with his Rotor Rooter guy, and they okay, ran a snake through the the problem because once side again door, they were sewage. Uh, Jeff was there. I don't know what it is about Thursday. It's, it's wide and, open. Uh, I'll be there in fifteen minutes. Unfortunately, David is uh, has Thank not you. muted himself while he's taking this phone call, so we have overheard. Uh, a little bit of that conversation uh, here on a call. So is it uh, our Roto-Rooter adventure tomorrow or today? Part two? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. I do apologize. You, uh, you, you I, did... you're supposed to, I, I think what you do is when you make an arrangement with a company and they're going to come back and do work, then you go home and then you just, uh, you, you pause your life. Yeah. And, and see when they're going to, show up yeah and so they're going to show up soon apparently oh they're there oh they're there they're waiting for you so i are they, wait a minute are they I, those of you, you those of you that i'm sorry are they really waiting for you can they not just start digging i, I don't work for rotor rooter I, i've been through this mess with them for about a month we've got a really bad uh, we've got a love-hate relationship uh, over the past month with with Rotor Rooter and do they, uh, do they the Rotor Rooter guys wear uniforms because that'll tell me a lot right <laughs> no but I will say that when the work is done they want to give you a lot of a lot of history on their their life and their travels and where they've been and what they've done <laughs> and and according to your report from yesterday not really responsive to your joking as you watch the uh, the snake travel through uh, the pipes and correct, and you compare it to what you've seen in your colonoscopy. That doesn't fly either. Uh, yeah, because they're going to do jokes yeah. with TSA, <clears throat> and the jokes with TSA don't fly. Don't do it with with plumbing technicians down in the basement going through the sewer. I'm I'm feeling very bad for you because you. Make your living on doing jokes, and you, and so the whole world is is joke available to you. It it is it's a a big mass massive comedic canvas for you to paint on. And, That's correct. And you get you get shut down a couple places that it just. I feel bad for you, brother. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm the comedic Bob Ross. 
And if you don't like my paintbrush, um, I'll take it somewhere else and, and do a painting elsewhere. But uh, my friends at Roto-Rooter, the plumbing company, they're, yeah, when I left them yesterday, and I'm not going to go into this because it'll stir it you up. It a lot of, yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll you know, get me jacked up. But, but they said they would be here tomorrow. And I said, will you contact? Yes. And uh, you know how your, your elderly parents, when you tell your elderly parents, hey, we're going to have Easter dinner Sunday at noon. Yeah. And your elderly uh, parents show up at 930 in the morning. Yeah. You know that feeling? Yeah, yeah. That's I get that's, it. That's what's happening today. Yeah. Oh, oh. so I. <laughs> you're just going to get through it uh, today. Go ahead and say uh, it. Uh, you're just going to get through it because uh, today they're actually they're they got a backhoe and they got three guys. So so they're they're going to solve your problem for the cost of about ten thousand bucks. They're going to solve. Your problem. and That's and, correct. And we're going to start a, a Fresh Catch 2.0 GoFundMe page for you because it's been two, Thank you. two weeks Thank in you. a row. And uh, it's affecting, uh, mm -hmm. it's affecting Actually, your performance. Actually, to, to be exact, yeah. a month. It's been a month. It's been four weeks. It's been monthly that this is backed up. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, the... So, yeah. yeah $9,800. I should have this. I'm going to pay $125 a month at 9% interest. I should have this paid off in 2057. That's beautiful. I I'm glad I'm glad you and Betsy got your pencils out and sharpened sharpened the, the kitchen table and say, okay, honey, we can mm -hmm. take out a second mortgage, but we can you know whatever it takes. So do you have uh, this is a little. I'm going to be a little invasive here, uh, but do you? What would you say? As we get older, what would be your safest avenue for either? Streaming income or putting money aside and save for a rainy day retirement. You're kind of in that stage right now. Would you say stocks, Roth IRA, which, by the way, we start when you're 25 years old, real estate, which Buff, uh, Warren Buffett just plants a flag in real estate. What's what's your because I have second thoughts on this rental house already. Yeah, because you've uh, you've invested in real estate. I would have said that's the safest of all. But here you are investing in a rental house. And the rest of the story is, I mean, it's your daughter living in it now. But prior to that, you had, um, a, I'll say, a, a somewhat irresponsible and carefree renter who got a deal like nobody's <laughs> business. So, so you weren't making big market value and he became a pain we're hearing from him yeah right he be, he became so pick so, your poison yeah I, I was just gonna say i i think that if you're gonna do real estate you probably have to uh have a little uh, a tougher approach to how to make the money on the real estate side unless you're you're intending to like homeless shelter kind of real estate so, yeah, is that Rotor Rooter calling you as well? In the background, can you hear that? Can you hear that? See, I, I, 
I am speaking hey, real touché, estate. Touche, fella. Touche. <laughs> you were jealous that I took a call, and now that you're at an Airbnb in Parker, Colorado, and somebody's home that you don't know, they are calling you. Roto Rooter's calling you saying, it's, hey, it's can so, you get a hold of David Dean? We're at his house right now. It is so bad. I mean, I'm staying. And so it's think of Airbnb only as a Christian couple who are spending two months in Arizona and they are letting us stay in their house. It's a gorgeous house, just about eight or 10 minutes from the kid's place. I'm looking out the window. I can see Pikes Peak through the pine trees. That's how gorgeous it is. 3,500 square feet. It's, it, I'm, you see the owners of the house up on top no. of Pikes Peak with binoculars looking down at you. <laughs> there, there you have it. The, the, the owners, because we are living rent-free, we are following to the T, like, I'm gonna. We're gonna live in this bedroom. We're gonna live and use this bathroom. We're gonna barely use the kitchen. We're going to just not do anything. And among the things they do, they have an answering machine. They retrieve their messages from a distance. And I have not messed with their answering machine. They, they'll, you know, Curtis will take take their messages at the end of the day. But this is this is hot. Do you want to take the? Do you want to take no, their messages? No, no, I do not. I do not. And I haven't because you want to come back next year and stay for free. This is the same house listeners where my good friend Dave and Susie were last year, where he had trouble with the garage door. That's right. That's exactly right. I feel like it's all I am on probation, like nobody's business. This is now if you take care of our house, Dr. Dave. Yep. We don't want any issues like you had last year. If you and Susie want to leave the garage and make sure it's all the way up. Before you hey, get back out of there. Who do you think's calling him? Because he's been very active in the Republican Party here in the Douglas County area of Colorado. And uh, who do you think's oh. calling these days? Um, oh, he's lots he of robocop. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think that or he is networking oh, with all the Republican. There it is. He's calling back. He's a busy guy. He's I've a, never received that many phone calls in a day in my life. That's I get right. one maybe twice a week. Yeah. And no, and uh, that's too bad because I know that that's that's a source of business for you. Somebody's calling you. Okay, I'm going to call him. If he answers, we'll book him. If he doesn't, moving on. I don't know if you did you when you were talking when Rotor Ritter called and you were kind enough to do a monologue. I tried. Did you hear his opening words? This is a blue collar business for you. No, it I'm, wasn't. Hi, good. Hi, good morning, David. How are you? Good morning. Hey, it's uh, Rotor. I I hit. Answer and it was this. We're here. <laughs> that was it. We're here. Are they are they literally, David, are they waiting for you to come before they start anything? I just I don't understand. Anytime I it, I just there's a trigger. I I'm triggered when I hear the word. Plumbing, sewer, Roto-Rooter, house, line, and TSA. All those things today make me antsy. Lots of lots of trigger words there, David. Hey, uh, we're here. Uh, well, good morning. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Uh, it ain't Jeff. Bill. <laughs> yeah. We're here. Yeah? I, I'm not there. <laughs> yeah. Some, somebody somebody going to be here? I could be there in 15 minutes. All right. Click. Well, 
Do you need to cut our time short? I mean, we're we're coming up on twenty minutes, friend. I do, do apologize, and and you know our good buddy Roger Vizzo, he he made a great suggestion for you and I. This our our podcasts are normally thirty minutes, and I'm going to probably have to exit stage left here quickly. But he had a great suggestion, a great idea. It's a called uh, the, the show would be called Ten Minute Topics. Yeah. So someone suggests we talk about a current event, family, church issue, one simple topic, and you and I just tear the meat off the bone for 10 minutes. That one been, topic. That would have probably been more fun than where we've spent the last 20 minutes, don't you think? I mean, I, I'm a thousand miles away, and my stomach's in knots right now for you. I mean, maybe maybe it's the uh, it's the answering machine and all the th- things that are coming in the background too. That that's part of it. I I can't really relax when I'm listening to everybody's in, incoming calls. Well, if there's anybody that's had a rough week, rough day, you can listen to this podcast and take a little uh, a little refuge in in what we're saying. But I will say today is Friday, February the second. I will be working in Elkhart, Indiana tonight uh, with marriage date night. Myself and a funny woman, Michelle Miller, and uh, singer-songwriter Dan Brimness. He's got a lot of hits on Christian radio out of Nashville. We are in Elkhart, Indiana. And for those of you listening, saying, man, oh, man, we're listening to Dr. Dave, Ron, and David Dean. These guys, man, they're going places. They've done, they've done things. Yeah. Elkhart, Indiana is going to launch my career tonight. I can feel it. Yeah, that's uh, Elkhart. You know, it's a two-syllable word, and you can actually uh, just emoji the whole city if you wanted to. You could put, you could put a picture of an elk, and you could put a heart, and you wouldn't have to use letters. All this fun has been courtesy of Fresh Catch 2.0 with Dr. Dave Ron and David Dean. Until next time.